Welcome back to The Uncomfortable Truth. I'm Alan Weiss, and today I'm going to talk about blowing your own horn. That's right. I know this is going to upset all of you who believe that humility is the highest possible human attribute, but it ain't, and especially not in marketing. So blowing your own horn. If you do not blow your own horn, there is no music. I told some Australians not long ago that they were so tepid with their prospects that they made Canadians seem belligerent. You have to take a step forward. You have to tell people, I can help you with that. You have to say, I'm the perfect one for that. You have to say, that's exactly why you need me. We hear all the time about walking the talk as though it's some kind of religious commandment. Well, I got news for you. You need to, <laughs> you need to talk the walk. And by that, I mean, it may be even more important to let people know what you've done, what your track record is, how good you are, how you've helped people beyond just doing it. This begins with self-talk. It begins with how you talk to yourself. Do you see yourself as someone with value, with the tremendous ability to help others in almost any kind of situation that bears upon your talent, or do you see yourself as some kind of imposter who will be found out, who will be dragged off the stage with a hook? Practice speaking out loud about how much you can help people, as opposed to how good you are. Some people blow their own horn by talking about how great they are, their smile sheets, their standing ovations. None of that matters a damn. What you have to say is how you helped other people make a million, not how you made a million. It's really as simple as that. Practice saying, I can help you. Practice saying, let's discuss working together. Practice saying, I want to provide you with a proposal. Use case studies to demonstrate your value. Three aspects to a case study. The situation, the intervention, the resolution. One paragraph each. The situation was this, my intervention was that, and the resolution is this wonderful new state of affairs. You don't have to name the client if you can't or want to maintain confidentiality. You can talk about a major financial firm whose initials are BOA. Use war stories to demonstrate your experience. Don't just give intellectual responses to people. Tell them that reminds me of an example when I was dealing with an executive in one of the Fortune 25 companies. And what she said to me was that kind of thing. Treat every objection you get, every question, all pushback, as a sign of great interest and listen to me as a game. I regard questions and protests and pushback as a game. I want to see what I can do with it. Can I achieve a checkmate? Will my sword play <laughs> result in my thrusting at the other guy and winning? I love in keynotes to open them up to questions because I never know what I'm going to be asked and it's fun. You can't look at this as a threat. You want to blow your own horn, you have to be able to blow it in all kinds of conditions. Home run hitters in baseball strike out a lot. That's because they take mighty swings. Not failing in life is not trying. You know, people who tell you, well, I've never failed, either have never tried anything risky, or are lying, or are too stupid to have realized they have failed. Failing is an honor badge, not if you fail every time. But if you fail in a good cause, if you fail and learn something from it, it's fine. You need to get video testimonials from your clients. 30 seconds on a smartphone where they say, without this person, we never would have achieved the results we achieved in so quick a time frame. 
You need for them to say, this person is a wonderful coach. You need them to say that you're the, this person is the smartest and most effective consultant or coach or expert or whatever they've ever engaged. You need four or five of those. And if you work in different industries, it's helpful to have them in different industries. Publicize your accolades, awards, and appointments. Put them on your website, put them on your blog, put them in your signature file. You know, I'm the only person in history to receive the Lifetime Achievement Award from the American Press Institute, who's not a journalist. And they only gave out eight of them. So that's a pretty big honor, and I like to talk about it. Trademark everything that you can. It's not difficult to get a trademark. If you have a good attorney who's not ripping you off, it'll cost you under $1,000. Don't try to do it on the internet with searches. Get an attorney who knows how to do it, because as soon as the attorney says, let's file, you can put TM, trademark, after the phrase or word. And once it's uh, officially recognized by the Commissioner of Patents and Trademarks in Washington, then you can put the registration there, the R in a circle. Trademark what you can. It tends to help blow your horn. Publicize your travels. People like to live vicariously. Where have you been? What are you doing? It doesn't have to be on business. You're on a vacation in the Atlas Mountains? Fine. Tell people about it. Show them where you are. It takes success to do that. It takes the right attitude to do that. It takes a sense of adventure to do that. Blow your own horn. Blog every day. A blog post can be a sentence. It can be a three-sentence paragraph. It doesn't have to be an exegesis. It doesn't have to go on and on and on. In fact, I'd prefer not do that. But blog every day. Get your opinions out there. If you can't sit down and come up with something once a day within a paragraph or a sentence to put on your blog, you've got an intellectual problem or you're slothful. Have conversations and not interviews. When you interview someone, you are their subordinate. The other person is famous, the other person is sought after, and you are simply the transition, the vehicle of that person's expertise to your audience. Instead, have a conversation. You ask questions, the other person asks questions. You comment on the same issues the other person does. It's not an interview with Jane Smith, it's a conversation with James Smith. Hire a notable for one of your events. I've had James Carville, I've had Dan Pink, I've had Marty Seligman, uh, I've had David Meister, I've had Marshall Goldsmith, I've had Bob Cialdini, uh, I can go on and on, Dan Gilbert. I hire these people for my events, Jonah Berger, uh, Charlene Lee, because I want to show people that these people, these thought leaders, are happy to come to my events that I can afford to hire them and they see me on stage dealing with them as a peer. And so for, for $35,000 or whatever it costs, it's money well invested if you're running a major event. Perform highly visible pro bono work. Work for an organization that people know and recognize and make sure the media knows about it, the media know about it, it would be correct, and make sure that you get testimonials from them. Make it a cause you believe in, make it a short-term project, 60 days, not six years. But that will gain you a lot of visibility and enable you to blow your horn. Maybe they'll give you an award. Become a patron of a cause with the primary supporters of the East Greenwich Animal Protection League and people know it. And so it's been in the newspaper. I do fundraisers for them. 
I provide my help pro bono for people who contribute to them. And so it gets more than just local uh, repute. It gets uh, more of a national spotlight. Change your commercial look periodically. That is, change your business look periodically. If you want to blow your own horn, don't sit there with a website you've had for 10 years. And by the way, mine is changing in the next two weeks um, from when I'm recording this, and I'm recording this in mid-December. Uh, show a new face. Invest in some difference. Show something fresh. But if you want to blow your own horn, you can't sit around with a picture of you for when you graduated high school. Provide clients with unexpected, unique value. Tell them, here's the great opening line, I've been thinking about you. You can't not listen to the next sentence. I've been thinking about you. I've been working on some brand new intellectual property. It's provided tremendously high value in tests. So you're showing they're not a guinea pig. You've already tested it. And I'd like to discuss it with you. I think it would truly help you. One of the first people I thought about. So remember, folks, humility is nice in some situations, like when you're in church. But if you don't blow your own horn, there is no music. That's the uncomfortable truth. <laughs>